What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Lemon, and thank you so much for tuning back into The Real Value Exchange. So I got a quick story to tell here. I'm working out in the gym, visiting clients out, out of the Bay Area, and um, you know I'm in the hotel gym, super tight, super small. Guy walks in, it's like before seven o'clock, so you know nobody's really that friendly yet. Even though I always get up early, nobody likes to socialize just yet, right? So I'm not even, I'm not fully in a let's have a conversation mode. But the guy walks up, you know, he's making eye contact. You can tell he wants to say a couple words. I got my headphones in, give him a couple head nods. And then, um, he, you know, we, we just start chopping it up. Then we start talking about the weather, start talking about things that were going on in the city around San Francisco. And then uh, he starts talking about his injury. And then this happened. I'm hanging out with Randy. Me and Randy just ran into each other randomly. I'm in San Francisco, San Rafael area to be exact. I was in the gym. Randy was just talking about how he injured himself. Nothing, like, it was just random. Super random conversation here. We just turned off the TV because it was background noise. But Randy, give him a quick intro, man. Tell him about yourself. I'm, I'm Randy Carlton. I'm an area sales manager. I run a team of uh, highly, highly trained professionals that we go out and we help auto dealers operate in a more effective, efficient, profitable, and more, most importantly, ethical and with integrity uh, processes that, that, that drive customer satisfaction, employee satisfaction. We also drive uh, teamwork, camaraderie. We teach five dysfunctions of a team. Yeah. We, do, we, we fix uh, leadership, and, and it's a lot about leadership and about treating each other well, well but doing the right thing. Man, you know what's so cool about this is that we've known each other for five minutes. The mass, I mean, maximum. <laughs> maximum five minutes. And honestly, we were just talking about people being injured. I work in that industry. I didn't tell you that, but yeah. I work in the whole sports medicine industry. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. San Francisco awesome. 49ers are my clients, Lakers are my clients, and I do a form of shockwave therapy to help these guys use, use like PRP injections in conjunction with doing some non-invasive therapies. So I know a lot about what you were talking about. And Randy was just telling me how he knows a lot of athletes, do a lot of his work. But what really got me excited is when you talk about your mission, bro. Yeah, no. Can you just, can you just touch on that? So, so real recently, and and it's been a, it's been a process. It's not something yeah. that just just a light switch switch. This has been a process. My, when my son looked at me in the, with tears in his eyes when he was eight years old, as I was mm. chewing him out for something I should have been coaching him on, mm. um, he looked at me and said, "Daddy, you don't have any patience for me." And I looked at myself and I said, "I'm failing my child. I, I I'm no longer." I'm no longer providing my role as his father to to show him grace and and to and to teach him and to coach him and so wow. it changed my philosophy on life. I think that we are constantly looking for the problems in people. We're looking for things to pick people apart and tear people down. Instead, I, what my job as his father was to build him up, build up his confidence, build up his mind, build up his strength, build up his con- you know everything his 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 health, his outlook. His education. It's my job as his father to provide him with all the tools. And I think what, what as I've noticed is, as we've gone and out in society, we don't teach each other things. We constantly for our first gut position is to tear somebody else down. So and, true. Instead of building them up, what can I see in that person? What value? What 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 are they going to bring to me that I can bring value to other people? So it's, true. It's but the key, the the key of all of it, and they, we talk about it all the time, and nobody executes, and I decided to execute it okay. from that moment forward. And I've but I've, I haven't been perfect. Of course not. I constantly am working on getting better, just like when we tune our bodies, we tune our minds in the same way. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm constantly, constantly trying to find ways to get better. And where it's led me to is, is that I was selfish. I was always acting only in my own self-interest. It was all about me, 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 me. And when it stopped being about me and it started being about my family, my family's gotten better. But I'm not, I'm not done there yet. I'm not even close to done. And then when I start stop looking, I, looking past my family, I started looking at, at my team, my coworkers. I started to treat them better, operate with integrity first. Three rules. Tell the truth, do the right thing, and do your best. It's very simple. If you run everything through that, it, life is so simple. Pretty much sums it up, doesn't it, man? It does. You know what's crazy, though? I, th- I, think, I think that a lot of us have been drawn to this idea of, um, of fear tactics, mm-hmm. mainly because it gets you quick results. It's almost like saying, you know what? I'll take some steroids really quick. I'll get jacked in like three and a half months. Or let me go take some diet pills, even though they probably don't really work that well. I'll take some diet pills and maybe I'll drop five pounds and then gain back another 10. <laughs> right, right? right. But, but it's this quick fix mentality through fear that we kind of try to filter our lives through. But when we take on integrity, I mean, and do the basics of, all right, let me see what this person's up to. Let me see what they're you know, really about. Just seeking to understand, right? And then see where it takes you. Maybe you can help. Maybe you can't. Maybe you can add some value there. Who knows? But seeking to understand changes the whole the whole outlook of that relationship. And but then the big part comes in. You got to put the work in consistently, right? I mean, it's 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 crazy how this just happened. I mean, I just had to put it like on on like record. I mean, so Randy, tell me, yeah. Where do you live? I mean, in, I, live in, I live in Spokane Valley or Green Acres. Depends on what. Who Green you, Acres, okay. Washington. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I, I get up there every once in a while. Oh, you do? We're gonna have to do this in person again, bro. Yeah, no, I'm I'm down. Seriously, whatever you. I guys, travel as long as I have time, and you do. I travel all over, man. But I, I normally like to do these podcasts full set up in person, and we can ch- try to chop it up for a good hour. Right. Be, I mean, because I think you're already talking some good stuff. Who knew this was gonna go from talking about how you tore your. Achilles to something different, right? Yeah. It's crazy, man. No, it's it's because we were both open to our conversation. Yeah. 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 And, and we both wanted to learn more from more people, and, and we were given an opportunity by just being friendly. That's crazy. Isn't it? It's crazy what just doing the basics will do. It is. The basics are everything. Yeah. I mean, I mean, dude, because honestly, you could have walked in here, put your headphones on, head down. You know, I was already kind of in a little corner, so you could have just did your thing. But what made you say, hey, let me say good morning to this dude. Let me see what's up. That, that, that's become my way. Ah, okay. That's just how I do now. Uh, and the reason is, is because if I can spread what I have, yeah. what I found is, is I also have learned things. It's not guilty. It's about learning more on how to continue my message and what I'm trying to accomplish out further. I'm tired. I think our kids are screaming at the top of their lungs wow. if they're not dying. Our, our people are hurting. And, and I hear I hear stories here and there, like my dad, his wife had a stroke and she's in a wheelchair and they're older and they're in their 70s. Wow. And he says almost every single time they go to the grocery store, someone offers to help them. That's and, nice. and where we live, he, where he just came down from Alaska, where he thought he had this great community. Well, yeah. no one ever offered to help him. Really? So that's is not, near, not nearly as much. And there's snow on the ground and a lot more things than what you would even see where we live. Sure. So it's just an interesting thing to me and that's the reason why I moved where I did because I grew up there I knew that was kind of the the community mm-hmm. was it was a strong sense of community and that's what I was looking for for my children but that was all selfish things I should have been trying to drive the community I lived in and and at that time I should have been I should have been pushing because my family was happy there I moved them somewhere where they weren't as happy sure. initially they are now but uh, I should have changed the environment I was in instead of just up and quitting and giving up and and not 
not standing up for what was right. And that's what we all do every day. Yeah. And with tiniest ways, from the micro deals to the to deal. And, and so to sum up, another thought I have, we all oppress each other. We all want to be oppressed, but but realistically, on varying degrees, we, we oppress each other from birth to, to death. And, and, and it starts, our, our parents oppress us, our friends, our sisters, our brothers, everybody's oppressing us and they don't realize it sometimes even, probably most of the time. We just need to train them better. It's training, it's mentorship, it's, it's talking, it's communicating, it's working things out. Dude, I gotta say, man, I really love this, how transparent you're being about this. I mean, because, you know, one of the things I, I'm trying to pride myself on is not trying to be like this, this guru about things. You know, right. you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be that guy who's got it figured out. I just, um, I think there's so much more to be said about the person that's vulnerable and says, hey, you know, I'm working at it, I'm trying. Messed up last year, <laughs> you know, working on something new this year, you, you, you know, like that type of outlook on life. And the fact that you're starting at home speaks volumes to how you roll, too. No, it started with me first. Oh, that's even better. I had to start with me. Yeah, yeah. You can't be happy. Yeah. You can't make other people happy until you're happy with yourself. You can't love anyone else until you love yourself. You have to, you have to love yourself. And then once you get that done, once you fill those cups or whatever full of your yep. own your own deal, then you, and you know you have confidence in yourself and in what you're doing, you want to go out and share and give that to other people. And also, you know that that's a work of art. You can't maintain your happiness, contentment, your health, whatever it is. I, you need other people to help you, and that's the other thing. People don't help each other enough. Excellent. People don't connect enough. They don't look for down. When you see somebody down, they go, ah, oh, they're a bad person. They've done all these <laughs> terrible things. Well, they obviously couldn't figure out how to not get there. Yeah. And, and, and they don't know how to get out. So why don't we get wrap our arms around that person and help them lift them up and yeah. help them figure out the things that we've already figured out. But I haven't figured everything out. I'm looking for more people right now mm. that, that want to join me and join this mission. They've always felt this way. They're already maybe doing it. A lot of people have been doing this for millennia long before I even thought about it. But we need to combine, but we, we need to leave all the, all the, anything that separates us out of the picture. Right. Anything that's dividing us or makes us different. We're not different. We're all the same. Yeah. 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 That's what you learn. Yeah. That's the, I mean, that is truly what you learn when you start talking to enough people, when you travel enough or get to bump into a couple of strangers from different areas, you realize that it, it's the same stuff, man. It's the same stuff. Maybe a different faith background. Maybe a different upbringing. Maybe you had two parents. Maybe you had one. Maybe you were born orphan, homeless. Different circumstances, but the same stuff, bro. Yeah, so that was pretty much it. That was my conversation with Randy. We went on to our workouts afterwards, but one of the key takeaways I wanted to uh, at least discuss for 30 seconds is um, what I'm challenging myself to do when meeting strangers is to find out what their passion is. So I'm tapping into not just, oh, here's my business card, let me get your business card, we can throw it away uh, as soon as we turn the corner from each other, or just do some foolish type of conversations that lead us nowhere. Nothing wrong with banter here and there, that's fine. But um, I wanna try to make the most of the moments. And so with those, I mean, Randy started opening up about his passion and we went on for a little bit longer actually. And he really opened up about some other things and hopefully I'll be able to bump into Randy again in Seattle uh, next time I'm up, up that area and we can try to link up and try to coordinate some things so we can do it again, have a full long conversation face to face. But until then, one of the things that I got away is that really just, you know, getting past what you do for work, but what are you really up to? And um, yeah, I think that's the best way to really network. So that's my, that's what I'm challenging myself to do. I throw the gauntlet out for anybody else who's a, 
who calls him who likes calls himself quote unquote a networker. Um, one of my guys from back in Atlanta, Chris Estrada. Chris is phenomenal at that. I mean, he doesn't even like he won't even talk about himself. Like you, <laughs> he'll just <laughs> he'll be asking you what you're up to, and then you'll be spilling your guts, and then and then he's plugging you with people. So that's just how he rolls, man. But um, you know, it's one of the things I'm striving to work on myself, and I throw it out to anybody else who uh, who wants to have better quality relationships. So with that said, I'm out. Please, as always, link up with me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, Anchor. Uh, I'm putting these episodes on, on Anchor as well with some other in-between type of uh, you know chatter and conversations. Anchor's pretty, pretty cool for that. So check me out on Anchor. It's all the same. I'm at Joe Alex Lemon. You can also hit me up on the website. Uh, you can just see some basic blog, blog posts there that I'm doing where I'm transferring everything over. I would love to know where you guys kind of like to kind of get most of your content. I got to tell you too, right before we quit, is that LinkedIn seems to really be doing some interesting things on there. So I'll be on LinkedIn as well, pretty heavy. I'm using this platform, the Real Value Exchange Podcast, to talk about how we could change sales from mere transactions to empowering moments. Until next time, be great.